She went into the back and got her jacket and purse. When she came out, he still wouldn't meet her eye. She left by the back door. She made it as far as the edge of the parking lot before it hit her. She was unemployed. Again. Worst Tuesday at Blondie's ever. Normally, Paula took a taxi home after her evening shift, using tip money. But tonight, she headed for the bus. Who knew when she'd have another job? Street lamps were the only light on the road. Most of the businesses around there were daytime things, wholesale places and electrical shops that turned off their signs to save a buck. A traffic light half a block away flashed red. The bus was empty, just her and the driver, who stared straight ahead when Paula got on and put her money in the box. By the time she'd sat down, at the back, where the losers sit, she was in full panic, full pity, full fear mode. What would she tell Rowan? The truth seemed harsh. Paula pictured Rowan in her school uniform and decided she couldn't say a thing. She was 28 years old. She'd just been fired from a bar job. This was not how it was supposed to be. When she'd been a kid back in Haven Woods, bar girl was not on her list of life goals. She couldn't quite remember what had been, but she could remember sitting for hours in a homemade tent with her friends, dreaming about who they would grow up to be. Not bar girls. A sisterhood, Rachel had said. Six hundred in checking, a hundred and fourteen in her wallet, courtesy of Andy's hush money, and thirty in the coffee can at home. There was a brief moment of regret when she thought about her temper and how hard it was sometimes to keep it down. She had really wanted to clock that drunk. But I didn't. She leaned her head against the bus window and watched as industrial turned into downtown, then into residential, across the railroad yard to the wrong side of the tracks. Home. Every light in the apartment was on, as usual. Paula didn't mind so much. When she was Rowan's age, she was never left alone. Never mind most nights. She walked through the apartment, flipping lights off as she went, until she was in the kitchenette. Supper things were still on the table. A plate scraped clean, knife and fork, a glass with milk slowly drying in the bottom, and chopsticks. Chopsticks. On the counter beside the sink was a styrofoam takeout container. Empty. She opened the fridge. Two more takeout containers were in there, one with a serving spoon sticking out the top. A brown bag in the recycling box was from Captain Wu's, the receipt for $18, which left $12 in the coffee can.